Welcome, everybody. My name is Randy Norman, and I am the 7th grade language arts teacher at the Newton County Theme School in Covington, Georgia. This podcast is going to cover uh, phrases, uh, and specifically the three types of phrases we've been discovering and and, uh, talking about in class. Infinitives, prepositional phrases, and appositive phrases. So let's get started. Uh, The first question that we need to ask ourselves is the definition of an infinitive phrase. The idea of an infinitive phrase is simply the word to plus a verb. Uh, T-O plus any action verb to run, to scream, to play, to sleep. Uh, Those are all infinitive phrases. Um, that's really all there is to it. They are they are starting a an action that will be continued through the rest of the sentence. I'm going to play something. I'm going to run somewhere. And sometimes they can just simply end the sentence. I'm going to run. I'm going to play. They don't have to have anything after them, um, but sometimes they will. So the only thing that I need you to really to understand for the infinitive phrase is that you can recognize one uh, and that you can write one. And that, again, is two plus a verb. Um, so the next question we need to ask ourselves is uh, what about prepositional phrases? What do they do? What's the definition of a prepositional phrase? And you'll go online and you'll see that there's some crazy uh ideas of what a prepositional phrase is, and to me, they're always very confusing. The main thing that you need to know for a prepositional phrase is that they always start with a preposition and they end with a noun. Um, And that's going to be one of the easiest ways to figure that out is start with a preposition and end with a noun. But your question you're asking me is, okay, Norman, I get that, but what is a preposition? Well, a preposition is simply any word that gives location or time. Um, in reality, prepositional phrases are telling where a noun um, where something's happening or when something is happening. So you would say, I'm going to the store. Uh, to the store tells where you're going. Um, I need to go before the meeting. Well, it tells you when something's going to happen before the meeting. So the main thing that if you can understand that a preposition tells place or time, that a prepositional phrase is is adding onto that. It's adding extra information to that particular um, to that particular idea. So if I say I'm going before, well, before what? I'm going before the game. Well, that adds extra detail and that kind of that finishes that idea. Prepositional phrases are designed to finish ideas and to and almost to finish a sentence or to finish a thought. Um, so again, they always start with the preposition. They always end with a noun. Everything between that preposition and that noun are usually going to be adjectives. Um, you know, behind the dark, ugly car, well, dark and ugly are, uh, are adjectives. And so where's the word the? One thing we've discussed in class is the, uh, the idea of articles. And the three articles are a, an, and the. Um, they are adjectives. You know, I've always taught kids to say articles equal adjectives. Articles equal adjectives because they really are the same thing. They're just three words that people don't always think of as adjectives. Um, and you would say, "Give me the, you know, give me the ball." Well, which ball are you talking about? The ball. Um, so that's kind of the idea behind the uh, the articles. You know, and if you want to go even further, we could say a and an are what we call. Uh, indefinite articles um, because it is not specific on what they're asking for. If I said, 
give me a ball. Well, then somebody could give me a soccer ball. They could give me a basketball. They could give me a volleyball. I didn't specify which ball it is that I wanted. If I said give me the ball, well, then it tends to be more specific on what I'm asking. It could be uh, one specific ball that I'm pointing at uh, versus just saying give me any old ball. So we say an and a are indefinite articles because they're not definitely sure on what they want to receive where uh, the is called a definite article. Either way, they all three are adjectives. Uh, give me the the ball, a ball, and orange. Uh, simply describing um, the particular the particulars of that of that noun, whether they want a specific thing or a non-specific thing. So again, to recap, just for prepositional phrases, just know that they start with a preposition, which is a word that tells uh, place or time, and they end with a noun. And everything between in between those two words will be um, will be adjectives. Examples, uh, after the storm, uh, during class, um, to the bank, those are all giving you basic ideas of where nouns are occurring. Uh, over the, over the light pink fluffy clouds, again, it's, it's longer. It doesn't matter that a prepositional phrase is long. It simply, it just simply needs to know, does it start with a preposition? Does it end with a noun? And does everything between it, um, add description to it? So hopefully that should help a little bit with the understanding of what a prepositional phrase is and why it is used. Uh, you'll use them all the time. You just don't realize what you're doing. So again, they, uh, they add description to where and when, uh, things are occurring, um, and they always end with nouns, also called the object of the preposition. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Let's keep going. Um, what's the purpose of an appositive phrase? Well, we need to find out what an appositive phrase is. Um, the appositive phrase is simply going to be a noun phrase. And a noun phrase is simply just a noun and its adjectives. The ugly boy, the tall boy, the short boy, um, the really overgrown tall male. They are all simply just... Uh, nouns with their adjectives attached to them. Um, that's all it is for a phrase. And we know that phrases are uh, groups of words that do not have a subject performing a verb. Um, we never said that they don't have nouns. Uh, every phrase will have a noun, but it's not the subject of the sentence. And that's the major thing that you need to understand. We could say um, <clears throat> the boy is going to the store. Well, the boy is a subject. Um, to the store is the prepositional phrase store is not the subject of the sentence it is a noun um, so when we talk about a positive phrases it is simply a way to rename a noun so you might say something as mr norman comma the teacher comma went home well the teacher is describing me and the teacher is a noun phrase because you have teacher and you have the which is the adjective describing teacher so the teacher is the positive phrase um one thing about a positive phrases is that they always can be taken out of a sentence and the sentence still makes sense. So Mr. Norman is going home is uh, just as grammatically correct as Mr. Norman, comma, the teacher, comma, is going home. Um, there's three places in a sentence that you can put a positive phrases. One is at the beginning of the sentence. Uh, another is in the middle of the sentence. And the last place is at the end of the sentence. And according to where you put the positive is according to where you have to put the, um, the commas. So, for example, if I said um, running around like a madman, comma, Mr. Norman is trying to get all the tests, 
well, I can take out running running around like a wild man and simply have the um, the rest of the Senate says Mr. Norman is 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 getting the tests. Um, that whole first part is simply added information describing me, the subject. So you can take that out of the sentence. Um, and if you start a sentence with a positive, well, then you put a comma um, to kind of break that a positive off from the rest of the sentence. So if you start a sentence with a with a positive, simply put a comma after it. Um, but you should be able to take that whole positive out, and the rest of the sentence still makes sense. Um, as I said before, if the positive is in the middle of the sentence, then you simply just uh, put commas on both sides. Mr. Norman, comma, the teacher, comma, is going home. And if you end a sentence with one, then you need to put a comma before the positive. Um, the only thing with this one is sometimes you have to rephrase the sentence um, so that you, the last thing that you're talking about is what you are describing. Uh, I don't have an example off the top of my head, um, but we have covered those in class and we'll continue to cover those. Um, you could say something very similar to, um, my mom is going to ground me comma, um, sad that I, um, broke the window. You know, that's not a great example, but you know, the idea of that sad that I broke the window is closer to the noun me than my mom, uh, shows how it could be in a positive. And I could say my mom is going to be mad at me and I could take that other section out and still leave that sentence intact. So I know that's kind of hard to explain over a podcast, but hopefully that helps to make sense. Um, in reality, that's all that I really wanted to cover. It's about uh, about nine and a half minutes, but hopefully that does help you to kind of understand the difference between a positives, infinitives, and uh, prepositional phrases. Again, they uh, all have one thing in common, and that is they are a group. Of, they are a group of words that does not have a subject performing a verb. Um, they will have nouns. Some of them um, always will have nouns. So the thing to remember is that uh, we're not always looking for uh, for nouns. We're looking for subjects. So if, if it's there's not a subject in the sentence, if there's not a subject and a verb, then that uh, group of words automatically becomes a phrase. Um, so hopefully that helps, and we will continue to cover this process throughout the entire school year. Once we finish with phrases, we'll jump into clauses. Um, so I hope this helped you a little bit, and um, I guess till we talk later, have a great day.